morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. Good morning, everybody. It is Tuesday, September 21st. Hope everybody's off to a great start to the week. Tune in to 1.37 p.m.'s Instagram Live today. There might be a little NFL Week 2 football chatter going on, so make sure that you tune in for a recap of this weekend's past games. And to start off the episode, just wanted to acknowledge AJ Johnson, big star in House Party and the movie Friday, actor and comedian, passed away at the age of 55. Condolences to his friends and family. Also, we have to send the rest in peace out to Mick McGinty. So his name might not sound familiar, but his work certainly is. He's the artist who did the video game box art for games from the 90s. We're talking the Street Fighter 2, Streets of Rage 2 and 3, Shining Force and Kid Chameleon. So once again, rest in peace to Mick McGinty, one of the most iconic artists for video game box art. And also Monday Night Football premiered on this day in 1970. And with that being said, let's give a little recap to what happened in week two in the NFL. Sports. The Bucks obviously dominated the Atlanta Falcons, winning 48 to 25. Tom Brady threw five touchdown passes, two to Rob Gronkowski. And Mike Evans caught two as well. The Cowboys squeaked away with a win against the Chargers. Dak Prescott in the offense bounced back after a loss in week one and were able to beat the Chargers by three. Cleveland Browns bounced back as well from a week one loss when they defeated the Houston Texans, who were coming into the game undefeated at 1-0. The Chiefs and Ravens, I have to say, lived up to the bill on Sunday Night Football. It was an absolute barn burner with the Ravens squeaking away with a one-point victory. They were down 11 points in the fourth quarter, and Lamar Jackson and company were able to come back against Patrick Mahomes and beat the Chiefs. You know, the Chiefs have really dominated Baltimore since Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes kind of became two of the top football players, two of the top quarterbacks in the league. So it was nice to see Lamar Jackson finally get his way against the Chiefs. And then finally, the Titans defeated the Seahawks in an overtime thriller, 33-30. to Both teams sit at 1-1 one one on the season. All right, let's take a look at what's going on in the world of Pokemon. Gaming. So, the iconic Pokemon trading card game that caused a frenzy back in the day is finally coming to mobile devices and PC. Yesterday, the Pokemon company announced Pokemon Trading Card Game Live, which will launch as a free-to-play game for PC and mobile devices. The game's soft launch and global open beta will release later this year. Players will get to hop into this upcoming game and play against their online rivals, build and edit custom decks, and earn rewards from the battle pass. The game will also feature quests and objectives that will offer players rewards upon successful completion. Pokemon Trading Card Game Live will allow players to compete under the standard format first, while the expanded format will arrive via a future update. Now let's talk Balenciaga and Fortnite, shockingly. It's no secret that Epic Games has a penchant for incorporating pop culture references into their in-game wearables and items. Yesterday at 8pm Eastern Time, they launched the integration of some products from the luxury fashion house Balenciaga into the Battle Royale game. The collection includes a few outfits, backpacks, pickaxes, and more, but what we find more interesting than the collaboration itself is what it means for the world of gaming. Whereas the Balenciaga-Fortnite collab is limited to just Fortnite, NFT technology is opening up the possibility of a limitless exchange outside of specific games. We can imagine in a future in which Balenciaga doesn't create a collection for Fortnite. Rather, they would create an NFT unrestricted by a game affiliation that can be pulled into a wide array of metaverses and used as a skin in other games across platforms. The world of the digital flex is only just beginning. Sports. Man, shout out to All Elite Wrestling, man. In a very cool move on behalf of AEW, the company announced that it's partnering with the Owen Hart Foundation. This effort is being done to honor the memory of the fallen Hart family wrestler who tragically passed away in 1999. Thanks to this new union, AEW noted that it will introduce the Owen Hart Cup Tournament in the future 
and new merchandise for The Wrestler, such as action figures, clothing, posters, and so much more. What's even more amazing about this AEW and Owen Hart Foundation partnership is the fact that Owen will be added to the roster for AEW's upcoming video game. In a statement from Owen's widow, she noted that this OHF AEW partnership is my special gift to all of Owen's magnificent loyal fans who forever remember him and his inspiring repertoire of talents. All right, Kobe, NFT news, what we talking about? NFT. Yeah, Christie's has been auctioning off a lot of big NFT projects over the past few months, including what has been the highest selling NFT of all time, which is Beeple's The First 5,000 Days, which sold for a record $69 million. We had the opportunity to chat with Noah Davis, who oversees NFTs for Christie's, to talk about their future auctions, projects to watch, and more. It's a really cool read for art heads new to the world of NFTs, or just NFT enthusiasts who want to hear more about Christie's selection process. Check it out on 137pm.com. Hot on the heels of winning his first ever Emmy Award for Outstanding Lead Actor in a limited series for his role in Houston, Ewan McGregor announced that production on the Obi-Wan Kenobi series has finally wrapped up. The highly anticipated limited series will see McGregor turn to the Star Wars universe and reprise his role as Obi-Wan Kenobi. McGregor was quoted as saying, We finished shooting our series and it was really, really good fun. I really enjoyed working with Deborah Chow's. I think it will not disappoint. Hayden Christensen, who played the young Darth Vader in the second and third movies of the prequel trilogy, will also return for the series and has fans guessing as to what this could possibly mean for the show. No release date has been announced, but it's going to premiere on Disney Plus sometime in 2022. Really excited for that, Elton. Definitely, man. I'm a Star Wars is like kind of like a casual slash hardcore fan. I'm like right in the middle. Obi-Wan Kenobi is one of my favorite Jedi, so I can't wait to see how his, you know, up and coming days turn out in this big this new series. I'll never forget the classic battle in Revenge, in Revenge of the Sith. I didn't know who to root for Elton, Anakin <laughs> or Obi-Wan. Like I loved Obi-Wan, but Anakin was just like so cool. It was hard not to root for him, even though he was on the dark side at that point. For sure, man. I low-key wanted uh, Darth Maul to win in uh, Return of the, the first uh, prequel movie, but hey, Obi-Wan, hero, gotta praise him. Oh, you're dark for that. You're, you're, you're dark for that. Dark? Oh, <laughs> I don't know how you can root for him. I was, I was terrified of that, man. Well, guys, that wraps up today's episode. For more detail on these stories and more, check out 137pm.com or follow 137pm on all social media platforms. We'll be back tomorrow. And as always, remember to stay curious. <laughs>